Hello, I'm Aidan Gallagher. I'm Peter Reeves. Welcome to API, our integration podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to set the world to rights on various topics in the world of enterprise integration, and it scratches our collective itches as engineers who just want to uh, rant about enterprise IT over a cup of coffee. Or tea. Hello, Peter. Hello, Aidan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Yeah. I'm I'm good, actually. I'm really good. I've, I've had a really decent day today. I mean, it's been, it's been all right, but now that it's over, I just feel great. I've not been afflicted by, um, what is it, seasonal affective disorder. Sad. Uh, yeah, Christmas, uh, winter sadness. Is there a day, like, the the most depressing day? It's like blue January or something like that one. Oh, yeah, that does ring a bell. I don't know when it is. You should Google that. It's coming up soon. Wahey! <laughs> <laughs> set, set a reminder in your calendars. What are we talking about, Peter? So, this is a... This is a slightly spur-of-the-moment podcast, a slightly unplanned podcast, because we normally record a whole series around a kind of a general theme or topic. This is a, like a New Year's resolutions podcast. This is a, a what would you like to do differently in 2022, with a focus on, with a focus on tech and work and integration. Because I was thinking, sort of, yeah, of course I was thinking New Year, making New Year's resolutions, and I'm thinking... What do I want to do in my kind of professional life, work life, this year? Hmm. Yeah. What 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 sort of goals were you thinking of? Well, do you want to discuss what a what a resolution is, or what a what a goal is? This is kind of more lighthearted, so I don't want to do like the super heavy, smart goals and setting yourself yeah, assignments yeah. for the year. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a goal should be just something that guides you along when you're deciding what to do with your downtime or where where to where to focus when you're making your decisions on whether you want to do x y or z so if somebody comes up to you and says would you like to work on this project or this project one of your goals is i'd like to learn a new language you pick the goal that you pick the project that, that lets you learn a new language so a goal should be something that you want to do it should be there to guide your decisions throughout the year i also think not trying not to i'm really not trying to get onto smart here but there's <laughs> there is a fine line between a goal being ridiculous absolutely ridiculous where you know you were never you're never gonna do it if my goal was uh, be, become a rock star uh become a, a world-renowned rock star uh, it's not gonna happen uh <laughs> well no no it might might not happen in a year but that you, you you probably want to break that down you said we're not going to talk about SMART goals, but of course SMART is an acronym. And the, the A is for achievable, I think. Yeah, they do have to be achievable, something that you probably could do. So while you might not be able to be a rock star, you could, I don't know, start to learn to play the guitar. Or yeah, but if my goal was learn the C chord, like, oh yeah, cool, strum the C chord once, oh, I've learned it, done. You know, it's got to be. It's got to be somewhere in the middle between. Okay, I'm a little bit challenged. I'm a tiny bit. I'm out of my comfort zone enough that I'm doing something exciting and fun. But I'm not going to get two months in and just go. Nah, it's never going to happen. So I'm just going to stop. It's got to be the right. It's got to be the right balance. Whenever I'm setting goals, I some of them are, are a bit dull. <laughs> they are a bit dull. Uh, every year I have a paid reading goal, so but I, I like reading. So it's not reading isn't dull. The goal. I like reading. The goals. I, I find a way to make it uh, to make it a drag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find sometimes I get to the I, I go in a bit of a slump and I'm like oh, I just can't bother to read. But I know I like reading. It's good for me to say no. I'm going to finish on time today because I want to read. I've not read in a while. 
for example, or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit watching Instagram reels. Instead, I'm gonna go to bed ten minutes early and read for a bit. <laughs> One of my things is just make some non-mental goals that are a little bit challenging to you. I also think if you have to change them a few weeks in, nobody cares. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I think I had one once where I said I was going to build a Siri-like... I was going to have like an Arduino and make it Siri-like and put a voice recorder on it. And I thought, actually, that is achievable. I could probably could have done it. I started it and I just wasn't enjoying it. So I changed it. I changed it to a different goal. I was like, okay, well, actually, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this bit of the programming bit of it because I was interested in that. Mm. So I just changed my goal to say, I'm going to learn the coding side of speech input, for example. Yeah, I think you shouldn't get too worked up about them. And I think that, I don't want to say embrace failure, but you've just got to accept that not everything is going to work out perfectly. So if if you set yourself, I don't know, four resolutions, news resolutions or something, and you, you abandon two of them, well, you should still be happy that you've kept two on or that you're achieving two of them. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like, it, there's no point doing something if you're not enjoy, enjoying it or it's not yeah. useful. I honestly think it doesn't matter. The whole point of a goal is to do something you want to do, to where somewhere you want to get to. And if if you if you if your dreams change, Peter, then your goals can change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get too far away from it, uh, the na- natural language uh, robot. The, totally aside, uh, did you ever come across? I think it was. Uh, I think it was T.J. Watson. No, I think this was ages and ages ago. Um, IBM released like this, basically like a, a like a kit for exactly what you were describing. I think it was called Watson, and it, it was like a cute little square robot that you put a Raspberry Pi or an Arduino in, and it would use like some of the APIs that I think IBM exposed at the time yeah, that were yeah. like, or the I think it's called like the Watson text to speech. I just remember there was like a cute little square robot that that you could 3D print or you could buy from IBM or you could give out as a kit to your enthusiastic uh, seven-year-olds that you're getting enthusiastic about coding yeah. I actually started looking at things like that and it was oh, okay. it was as, as I was looking at it and I went um, I'm not as interested in this as other things that I want to do so I just won't do it I, I actually thought about it when I was talking I was talking to our local Siri in the, in the kitchen and never understands what I'm saying can't do half the things I want to do. I tried to make Apple shortcuts and they didn't really work either. One of the main things that made me decide not to do it was because I saw Facebook had Mark Zuckerberg demonstrating Jarvis and he'd had a team of developers building it for, for ages and everything it did was was like really noddy and not that useful. Like, tell, tell me the weather. The weather is nice. Have you tried looking out the window? <laughs> <laughs> since Since it doesn't exist already... What, what I want it to do. It's probably because it's pretty difficult and teams of people who spend their entire day-to-day life doing it can't do it. So maybe I should scale down my ambitions and, and do something a bit more, a bit more fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, work, work-related, work technical goals, go. Right, okay. This is, this is the first thing that I think I would like to try and do differently in 2022. I would like to write more documentation and this isn't this isn't just like a like a woolly I will write more craft rubbish reams of spiel. It was I would like to try and uh, use documentation as the golden source of truth more often in my projects or when I'm collaborating with people. Is this a direct kickback against agile? 
no, no, this is not. <laughs> no. Basically, I'm thinking, you, you know how like GitHub and, and GitLab have always got like a wiki tab that no one ever clicks yeah. on? Yeah. I want to try and make use of that and I want to make use of little snippets. I was reading a thing about how, about like, about how they work at Amazon. And I think they were saying that one thing that actually is good about working at Amazon is the fact that they try and write everything down. Or they they have to produce like uh, written forms of things, so you don't really get information that lives only in people's heads. Or how do I find out how to do this? Oh, you go and ask Peter. Well, that's really bad. Really, you should go and check. You should go and check a wiki. And if the wiki's only seven lines of text, at least that's better than having to go and ask someone. We've done a, a discussion on documentation before. And actually, a bad documentation is worse than no documentation. I sort of agree with that. Are you going to poo-poo all of my resolutions, by the way? No, no, I'm with okay. you. I think I, <laughs> I think more documentation is good. I don't, think, mm. I don't think people do enough documentation. And when, mm. they, when it is done, it's vague or it doesn't quite cover... It, it, it's vague or, or too high level. Mm. Maybe I should re... Maybe I should rewrite what this resolution is in my head. Instead of write more documentation, it should be, uh, like, refuse to keep things in my head when yeah. other people need them. That Maybe I should rewrite it like that, because that's that's really what I want to avoid. I don't want to write more stuff for the sake of writing more stuff. I want to write more stuff so that people are empowered to kind of... Uh, share take it, up, take like it on team. themselves, yeah. And... Yeah, share stuff as like a team corpus of knowledge rather than, oh, it's in people's heads. But yeah, now now that you talk about it, I'm thinking, yeah, that does go quite against the whole kind of agile principle. To be honest, if you've got good documentation, though, uh, I'm I'm always a I'm always a fighter for for more documentation, but not even more better better documentation and it actually existing. The amount, the amount of like workshops I've been to, I said, can I see the documentation? Then I, then I know what whatever you know. You sing from the same hymn sheet basically, and it's oh, we don't have it. How am I going to get this information? You have to ask all of us, and then you ask the same question to five people on five different calls, and they'll all say something different. So you go, ah, oh, maybe we should write it down. So we're all a bit clear. We're all a bit clear on what it is. More source of truth to to make sure that everybody's on the same point would you like to hear my other kind of work related resolution yes. i don't know where i'm going with this but this is something that i want to try doing which is slightly lower level time tracking or or recording what i do because i mean i'm a consultant you're a consultant we both have to fill in a timesheet at the end of the week to say we've worked on these projects and i also have like that shared with my team i've got like a like a calendar so i can kind of see at a glance oh this month i am working on this project or something like that i want to find a way to i don't know how to find a way i want to kind of record like individual tasks and steps that i might do during a day I'm not. To- I'm not totally sure what the kind of end goal of this is. I think this is so that over the year I can have like an understanding of what I spent my time doing and what I, what I did. Maybe it'll maybe it'll help me help me out at the end of the year when I'm trying to write up, okay, or, or document my achievements or doing some kind of performance review thing. This is something that I just want to that I think I want to try out, just sort of recording the stuff that I do. So how often do you record stuff at the moment? 
Um, once a year when my mother asks me. <laughs> <laughs> once a quarter. So so normally what I'll do is well, obviously fill in my timesheet every week, but uh, maybe maybe once every three months I'll do like a big write up of kind of like what I've achieved in the last three months. So, I'm not poo pooing you at goal here at all here. But but at the beginning, remember we said when is a goal meant? When is a a goal a little bit out there? Do and do. Feel free to push back on this. Do we think that going from writing once a quarter or once a you know once a year properly and once a quarter a few bits and bobs to once every single day is one extreme to another? So 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 I don't think I'm doing. I don't think I'm biting off more than I can chew. Like too extreme. Literally, what I have is I've got a little text file where I've written maybe like four lines per day to say. I did this. I did that. I did that. I worked on this. That's all I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not recording from eight forty-five until uh, ten fifteen. I was involved in this meeting and I did these action points. It depends on you who you are, doesn't it? Because I've mm. known we've you know we've we've seen where people have written very low-level day-to-day tasks, which they've used to to make into a, a much higher definition end of year sort of summary and it's very well laid out with sort of a, a path of, of learning as you've gone along etc which obviously really useful to visualize and see what you've been doing over a year i did try this in when i was a grad once a day i stopped doing it relatively quickly uh it was useful stuff because I, the novelty wore off the novelty wore off but when i used to have to give a weekly update to my pm when I've been on you know, project, I find that really useful. A weekly, what have I completed this week? And it would be like five or six bullet points, or, you know, depending on how much stuff I'd done. And that was really good at the end of the sort of engagement, because I could say, okay, well, I, I was responsible for this. I did this. Oh, yeah. And then I had that issue there. And then I knew I, I had to I had to fix that thing and yada, yada, yada. So I think that's a, I think that's a really good goal. I also used to kind of do it a little bit, probably five or six years ago. I tried to write a log of what I did every day and you know, didn't keep it up. So I'm, I think I'm probably trying to get back into that kind of level of taking a bit more care with recording what I do. But I was wondering, is this a sensible thing to do? Is it going to be useful? Is this like a uh, like a flowery like life coach? Do some do some journaling every day after you meditate, that sort of thing. I wasn't sure whether it was like a, just a buzzwordy type thing or whether it was going to be valuable to me. So I'm not sure about that one yet, but... I think possibly a day-to-day one might be too low level to be useful. Whereas a weekly one, I find that some things that affect you day-to-day don't actually impact you by the end of the week. Or by the end of the week, you've got a full story. So I started doing this and I found the resolution that was here. Whereas if you're doing day-to-day, it might be... I've had this problem today. I'm still struggling with this problem. This problem is getting worse. Oh, I'll fix the problem. Whereas an end of week was, there was this problem and this was this was the answer, which is a bit more compact, I suppose. Mm. But I like, the, I like the goal. It's a good goal. You, you like that goal? I do okay. like that goal. All right, okay, good. One of my work-related resolutions this year, I think I possibly took on more than I could chew at the end of last year. So I think one of my goals is to recognise when... The work, so it wasn't that the workload was too much. I could do the work in the time I had, but it wasn't. It was I probably wasn't working optimum. I probably wasn't working at peak for all of those days. Yeah. Uh, and recognizing that occasionally you need a, a a bit of a slump day to to re- regather your thoughts and to think things over and 
to give yourself time to to meet other talented as they come. So one of my goals is just to push back on nonsense, push back on um, being overutilized, so that I have time to just make sure that I'm able to give the full attention to my other commit other commitments. Yeah, that sounds like a like a work life balance thing because I I know there's been times when I've been talking to you and you've been like, oh, I'm just doing some work now, and I'm like, and it's like. I'm just I'm just sat on myself for doing some work like like 11 p.m. at night. Some of that's give and take though. Sometimes I do work at night, but that's because I've I've spent an hour putting my washing out in the in the day. <laughs> I, I was actually I was actually working flexibly. Yeah, which is fine. I th- I think if if it doesn't matter when you do the work, what does it matter? If I'm doing it when I'm watching telly and I'm not particularly fussed about what's on, for example, what does it matter? Any not quite work goals? I don't know if it's like a like a semi work goal because it's like not really work, but it kind of affects like your career and stuff. I don't know whether I want to be more active on Twitter and LinkedIn on the socials without yeah. Well, I don't know because like I'm I'm quite proud of the fact that I don't get involved in social media because I feel it's just like brain rotting and a fast track to like depression and self esteem issues. I wonder whether I should be kind of taking that sort of thing seriously for my hashtag eminence or for that kind of thing, whether, whether there is benefit to that sort of thing. Um, I kind of thought about it when I was having a discussion with some people around recruiters approaching you on LinkedIn, and I was thinking, is how often that you how often you're approached by a recruiter on LinkedIn a metric of how how successful you appear. Is this a very kind of like narcissistic, ego-y resolution? I also don't think that's necessarily true. I know people with jobs that are very high demand who get regularly get recruiters and it literally has no bearing on, on their skills or ability or anything. It's, it's do you currently work in a position that's very similar? Every, everybody recruiting for that industry is going to message you. In the same in the same sense, you get um, you get the I'm going to message everyone I can possibly find and see if they're interested in a job in doing MongoDB. And and the beginning is, oh, you look like a perfect candidate for X Y Z. And you're like, hmm, do I? I've I've never used this technology. <laughs> never used this technology. I'm happy to do it. Is it is it a pay rise? I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I think just because of the way LinkedIn is, I I don't think using recruiters as a metric is good, but. I do think that LinkedIn is the place where I would go for work-related social media, and only for so work-related social media. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be posting. Look at how beautiful that this dog saved saved a, a, a twig from the river. <laughs> can you know. can you believe? Can you believe what happened next? LinkedIn, I, I I literally just use it to post to post things, and actually, um, I find it's a good place to. Mm. Go and come and find articles. It really, it's just a, a an online an online log of what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I know I know that out of out of my pals, I reckon you probably take LinkedIn the most seriously. I know some people who do it even less than I do, as in they've not logged in for five years compared to my three years or something. And I'm sure there's like a spectrum like in between of people that kind of like maybe I don't know look at it once a week or once a month or something. But I wonder whether that's something that I should be more focused on maintaining. People are active on LinkedIn when they're trying to sell something or when they're trying to get a new job. Yeah, that's exactly what I think <laughs> as well. Here's another one. Uh, the Twitter side. 
when when you say you'd like to do more tweeting is that from a social perspective is that from a peter doing some interesting things with technology or do you mean uh, as a software developer advocating or a, a, an integration consultant advocating consultancy maybe like a little bit a little bit of the last two so i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind talking a bit about tech sort of similar to what we do on this podcast i do wonder whether i should be like tweeting out notifications to say hello we've just we just put out a podcast or hello i've just put out a blog entry or something like that i don't know whether i should be doing that we're very bad at publicizing ourselves <laughs> yeah yeah but i like that cuz I, I i think that's like sort of it's like sort of natural um organic growth I, I I feel like there's lots of trains of thoughts on Twitter that I really enjoy. Uh, there was one about how in Central Park you can still see the markers that they originally put down to split basically the country into into squares, uh, and you can still see them. And I do find that occasionally you get a nugget of information, and it's a really informative, helpful, useful. So my semi-work one, what would I have as resolution? My semi-work one. I think would be to there's always a couple of things I want to be doing code wise in the back in the back of my mind I'm like, oh, I could do this I could do that I think the one I typically go for is to do that but with a new language that I'm not that familiar with learn a new language learn a new language but for fun not for not for work so you stay interested and you're a bit more focused on actually doing it <laughs> so learn learn go again or learn rust again <laughs> go on then what about when you're outside of work Oh, I, want, I, want, I, want, I want to hear what language you were going to promise to learn and then never do. Or, or what, how you plan to learn it. I did some go last year and I don't know yet. I've not, I've not even thought about it. I've, Is this too on the spot? Yeah, I switched off from IT over Christmas and, and uh, it's coming back with a vengeance now. But <laughs> Let's carry on, Peter. Out of work. What's, what's your out of work plan? So it's still technical, but out of work. One thing that, one thing that I'm still... One thing that I'm mulling around with is how can I sort of help more people with technology? And I don't have like a concrete plan for this, but this is just something that I was like, I don't know, over Christmas and New Year, you kind of meet members of your family and you meet people you've not spoken to for ages. And I feel as though, oh, oh, maybe, maybe this is just, it comes with the, I think I think it does, comes, comes with the territory of when you work in IT or work with computers or all the, Everyone asks you, "Oh, can you have a look at my computer? Oh, my email's not working. Can you fix this? Or oh, why does Windows why does Windows keep saying it needs to update?" And I was like, oh, "Okay." Or 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 the or the best ones where it's things that you'd never ever ever have come across in your life. Uh, so could you just explain to me quickly how a fax machine works? <laughs> uh, I'd be guessing, but I could, yeah, go on, give us your best guess. Okay, cool. Okay, this is how I guess it works. So, but that's something that I would like to do. So I was thinking, how can I? I, I think it just made me aware that there are there's people out there that probably still kind of need help for that sort of thing. And how can I? How can I assist with that? That's that's something that I'm I'm mulling over. Like, how can I? How can I help to help people with their technical issues? Maybe on like a casual outside of work basis. I don't know how that. I, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this one, Aiden. But it's just something that I was thinking. That would be something that's kind of good for the world. Create something that's good for the world with a technical slant. Yeah. Well, if you think of something, give me a shout and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll save the world together. I've got I've got one more sort of like out of work thing that I'll talk about, and and then that that's it for me. By the way, like I've no no more no more resolutions, no more plans for this year. 
Uh, and that is to be um, a bit more kind of choosy about the software that I use because I feel like I've I feel like I've said oh I'd like to I'd like to sort of document more I'd like to share more information I feel as though that means that you have to you have to be aware that you can't learn everything you can't learn every technology and every software so you've got to you've got to sort of set boundaries and think okay I could get kind of good at this technology or this software I can't become good at everything and so that makes me think that all, all the times where I'll just install a program to do one thing and then never use it ever again and I'm thinking am I really getting the most out of that um, could I have done it better could I have done it with like an existing program that I've already got am I being a bit kind of I don't know how to describe it sort of lazy with with the way I use programs I don't know. This is another one where I've not sort of fully fleshed it out, but I was thinking, can I be more... Can I learn to use the tools that I have better rather than uh, just kind of scattergun... Lots of different tools, Snippets from Stack Overflow every single time. Whenever you talk to someone, you're like, oh, they're a such-and-such person. They're an Ansible person. They only use Ansible. Or... Oh, you know, it's a Java shop. Oh, they only use Java. It's actually, in its own way, very good. It's, okay, I, I'm going to be very good at one thing rather than I'm going to be a little bit good at lots of different things. Uh, yeah, I do appreciate that, especially as a consultant, we're asked to use lots of different things, uh, lots of different platforms, lots of different tools, lots of different third-party tools that aren't really related to what we do day-to-day. And we have to learn them all. And I think when the decision is with us, we should probably, like you say, a little bit more selective and say, well, these are the products I use because I know them and I'm good with them. And I know I can add value using these. It's a bit like, it's, that's a bit of a flip. I, 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 said about, uh, I said about learning a new skill. Yeah. And you've said learn no, <laughs> not learn, no <laughs> learn fewer skills. Learn less skills this year. Learn fewer skills, but more competently learn those skills. Oh, that's good. How do you think you're going to do? Terrible. I think I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll, I'll have given everything up by February. Uh, no, I, I. I hope I haven't. I hope that I haven't. But but again, half of these are things that I would really like to do. But half. But some of them are like I just want to experiment with, seeing if seeing if there's some good that comes out of doing this as an initiative it might pan out it might not it might not be worth my time find out what you want to be doing you find out what it is that you want to be doing find out where it is you where you want to actually spend your time and sometimes you only know that by doing a little don't you yeah i think that's good as we said at the beginning i i actually don't think it matters if if you achieve your goals <laughs> or not. yeah as long as you did something like nobody nobody really cares if if you don't learn the guitar this year <laughs> right it's good cha- it was good chatting to you Peter. And, and if anybody listening wants to share their own resolutions what have you got planned for the year how do, how do you make your resolutions is there any resolutions you've done really well one year and thought yeah i'd, I'd like to i'd like to tell the world give us get, get in touch let us know yeah lovely that's all for this week thank you for listening bye-bye goodbye <laughs>